Hey, I'm Katie. And I'm Riley, and this is Firefly Girls Breaking Bread Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Breaking Bread Podcast. I am one half of this podcast, Riley. And I'm the better half, Katie. Woo-woo! And we are pumped up because we have a special guest in the studio today. We have Paige Peterson, who is the farm lead for Firefly Grill. Welcome to the Breaking Bread Podcast, Paige. Hello, everyone. Paige, <laughs> soon to be a different last name. Getting married. married this year. Yeah, so in October, I'll become a Dieter. Dieter, Paige Dieter. Yeah, I think you need to rethink that. Can we I talk know. to Kyle about that? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, we like Kyle, but... <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So, Paige, just tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, uh, give us a background story of kind of how you got to Firefly and some of your interests along the way. Yeah, because I think that you really need to share, like, how you became, like, part of our team because I think it's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. If I remember it clearly. Yeah. It was an email. It was an email. <laughs> it all starts with an email. It during does. COVID. During COVID times yeah. too. Yeah. But yes. yeah. So I'll start with I grew up closer I went to Staunton High School. So if anyone doesn't know where that is, it's like... In I between. don't know where that is. <laughs> <laughs> it's in between Staunton... I mean, in between Litchfield and Edwardsville, okay, Illinois. Okay, that I, that I am... Now we're talking the same language. Yes. So it's like I graduated with a class of like 98. So it's a little tiny. Tiny town. Yes. Riley graduated with probably less than that. 35 people. I think oh that, my God. I shared, I shared that with you before, but yeah. yeah, very small. Tiny town. Yeah. So I grew up there. I'm actually one of five kids. So my parents had five kids and I'm the middle. So since they had so many, we were kind of their workhorse. Like we grew up having a big garden. We planted pumpkins every year. We have a roadside stand. We went to farmer's markets and we made bread and we picked tomatoes and we did so much You were fun making bread things. before it was cool. Yeah, we were. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is like a thing right now. Sourdough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we did that and that kind of started my love for agriculture yeah. and then I from there graduated high school and went to Iowa State and there I studied horticulture is that why you chose Iowa State I mean like I, what like what was the appeal well actually my brother went to Iowa okay, State so you're like we're familiar with it well I really didn't want to go to college with my older brother so I was actually signed up and ready to go to Carbondale. Mm. And then my brother was like, just apply. And I was like, fine, whatever. <laughs> and then I did. And they gave me a better financial package. And my mom was we like, looks like you're moving to Iowa. Thanks, so. mom. Pack your bags, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but it was the best decision that yeah. my mom made for me, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I loved it there. It was three and a half years. That's where I met Kyle. Yeah. And so it was worth it in the end. In the end, it was worth it, yeah. <laughs> and then after college, well, I guess during college, I interned with a couple farms. Yeah. So I worked for Red Granite Farms, um, and there I was just like their farmhand. I was an intern, which really means, like, go pick the tomatoes. Yeah. And that's what I Hi, did. welcome to your day today. <laughs> you will be picking all of the vegetables. Thank you. Yeah, so <laughs> we did farmer's markets with them in Ames, Iowa. That's where Iowa State is. And then 
from there, I did that for like a summer, summer and a half. And then I got an internship with Capital City Fruit, which is a produce distri- distributing company. Yeah, we were familiar with them at Firefly. Really? Yeah, it's we don't use them anymore, but they come through like a different vendor. It's like yeah. a vendor through a vendor through a vendor. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I was their locally grown intern, and mm-hmm. then I turned into their locally grown specialist. Mm-hmm. So in a sense, I... Got to just drive around and go to all of their local farms. We had a program going that all farmers in the state touching Iowa and all all around, mm-hmm. we had a, a thing where you could, like, sell your farm to, like, grocery stores and to food service. That's super cool. Yeah. yeah, so we did, like, a lot of marketing, a lot of, like, stories and videos on their process, their farm, the farmer, kind of, like... You would go in the Hy-Vee, which is like a grocery store yeah. there, and it would be like, oh, Lopata Gardens, grown 50 miles away, here's the squash, that kind of stuff. That's and amazing. Pictures. Awesome. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. I traveled a lot. I got to see a lot of people's operations, which yeah. is kind of fun for me because I'm yeah. kind of a plant nerd like that. <laughs> I was just about <laughs> to say, I was going to say farm nerd, so I like plant nerd better. Yeah. <laughs> kind of geek out about that kind of stuff so that was like really fun for me and I was there I interned there during college and then I worked there probably for like a year or two after college and then at that point in time Kyle got (laughs) transferred to Effingham Illinois yeah he works for ADM (laughs) and they transferred him here and we were already, like, living four hours apart. So, like, we were making the drive in the truck, and mm-hmm. that was just, like, eating away at us. So yeah. then it was like, That's well, hard. yeah, there was close to mom and dad. Mm-hmm. It's about Effingham's about two hours away from mom and dad. And mm-hmm. then it was like, well, maybe it's just time to make the move. Yeah. yeah. Put so, in some roots. <laughs> yeah. So um, we I came down here, mm-hmm. and I got a job in Taylorville, Illinois, Working for Clearwater Greens, Mm -hmm. and I was their grower for a hydroponic operation there. Mm -hmm. So we had four acres under glass where we did um, deep water culture lettuce production, Mm -hmm. and that was like a startup. I started there, like, I think they were open for, I don't know, 12 months, maybe a year. Okay. Um, And then I got hired on, and I worked there for another two years, and in that time, it was... It was kind of crazy. Working for a startup yeah, is like a little a nut. Yeah. You probably wore a lot of hats working for a startup. Yeah. Because I feel like not everybody just has one job because it's like we have to make this business thrive. So what do we do to get it there? You know? Right. It was very interesting. I went from like being an assistant to the only one in my department to we furloughed half the crew and COVID started, oh, and then so I was the planter and the seeder and <laughs> and the scheduler and the person that did all of the fertilize for all the waters. And I don't know. There's just a lot there. I learned a lot. Sure. I'm extremely grateful. Sure. It's um, definitely part of who I am now just sure. because that were, there was so much there. Yeah. yeah. But it was in a little bit worth it. Mm-hmm. 
I think I have gray hair now, but yeah. <laughs> it was well, it's weird. interesting you're bringing this up because people that have listened to several episodes of the podcast, like it seems like everybody kind of has their aha moment. Mm-hmm. They're in a situation where they think it's going to be like absolutely amazing, and though maybe it fails or maybe it turns into a different direction, they've learned so much. I mean, you know, Brennan and Emily talked about that with Joe Sippers. Back talked about that, like she didn't love going to college, so she, yeah. you know, she turned, and I think that that's like just really interesting that everybody has that moment sometime in their life. Yeah, so maybe more than one. <laughs> COVID was also just a big, like you know, a big time where I feel like people made big career moves and yeah. things. They just made, they just realized what they valued and mm-hmm. they kind of pursued those passions. For sure, it got really weird. Yeah, COVID. that's <laughs> weird for sure. Things started happening. Yeah, so like we almost made it all the way through COVID. Mm-hmm. And okay, so this was I was still working at the greenhouse and I had me and Kyle ate at Firefly. <laughs> Because Kyle was like, you're going to love it here. I need to take you here. Uh-huh. So we came and ate. And then you have those, like, little cards and your um, – Yeah, they're, like, little postcards that say, like, do you want to learn more? How was your experience? Yeah. How did you hear about us? That kind of thing. Yeah. So I filled that out, and I swiped the email because I was like, I'm going to need this. <laughs> <laughs> so you were interested in, like, in, in potentially working or what? Like, what I was, was going like, on? I was like, I'm going to grow for you guys. That's yeah, awesome. That I – I'll, I'll keep going. I'll, you keep going before I say what I was going to say. Yes. This is about the email. So I, like, swiped that email, and then we're, like, going through COVID of all this stuff. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to – I already had a large garden, but I wasn't producing for anybody. Yeah. But that was always been my long-term dream goal is to own my own farm, yeah. that kind of thing. So I was like, you know what? They're they're the ones that is going to – buy my stuff if yeah. I, if anyone's gonna buy my stuff mm-hmm. so it was like one morning I was like looking on social media and like Niall and Christy yeah. put out like it was a video of like Firefly's mission and like what they're about and I was like this is what I need yeah. so I pretty much listened to that and then constructed my email to align with every Smart. little point I love that. that that's what said. I was just about to say literally it was the most like well thought out email I think I've ever read because I don't know if you sent it to me or if you sent it to Christy because some like a lot of times if you send something at the Firefly to one of either Niall or Christy it somehow ends in my inbox because I kind of help them with that stuff but I remember reading it and it was like so specific (laughs) that's great though it shows how much you cared like that's awesome yeah for sure it was just one of those that it's like if you're gonna if you're gonna cold call or like cold email someone (laughs) that's like hey do you want to talk to me it's like you have to really really put yourself out there and like really make it to where they're gonna be like oh maybe I should call them yeah so I it was like Three drafts later, I sent that email. <laughs> I could probably pull it. I'm sure I have it in my email somewhere because I do remember it. So Christy had uh, called me. Yeah. After that, Christy had called me, and I was talking to her, and she was like, hey, I started a school, and we have some really great ideas, and we want to run a farm, and I really think you might be a good lead for this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, um... Well, I don't know. Like, that was my life. Like, working at the greenhouse had consumed. It was my entire identity there. I was trying to be, like, a young grower that had a lot of experience under her belt so I could climb the ladder and, like, all that fun stuff. They kept talking about different locations, and I was like, well, this is going to be me. This is – I'm going to be on the top if we keep expanding because I'm the only one here. Mm -hmm. 
So that was like my focus. Mm -hmm. And then Christy called me and she was like, so what do you think? And I was like, I don't know. Like I really, <laughs> like I really just wanted to sell to you guys. I was like, but that sounds like a really neat idea. I said, maybe I can help on the weekends or yeah. I could be a part of it and help plant a garden or something. I said, but I'm like really focused here and I, I don't think I could lead it well for you. Yeah, because I remember there being kind of a significant, not a significant amount of time, but an amount of time from when you sent the email to when you actually like came in. Yes. So yeah. after, well, Christy had called me and it was like a very weird time. I was like mm -hmm. on the phone with her and I remember telling her, I was like, well, I don't think I'm your person. Mm -hmm. I said, however, I'm going in to the office mm -hmm. for a meeting that I'm like, I'm not scheduled to work today. It's very weird that yeah. I'm called in for a mandatory meeting and it was like on a Thursday or something odd. Yeah. Um, and I was like, so I was like, I have a kind of funny feeling. So like if yeah. something weird happens, I'll give you a call back. And she was like, okay, well you do that. <laughs> so I, I hear her. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then she calls me and she's like, I've secured somebody. Yeah. <laughs> That's just Christy. She's and put, I love it. She put the car before the horse yeah. for sure. Yeah. So then I was like, okay. So I went into this meeting and then they told us that the greenhouse was closing and yeah. blah, 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 and all that kind of fun stuff. And we kind of had a break from that meeting. And I remember walking out to our production room where nobody was and I called Christy and I said I'll take it yeah. <laughs> so can I start on Monday or it's like a work breakup yeah, yeah it was sad, very though. weird so yeah. I I was hired to like help clean up the greenhouse because mm -hmm. like we had lettuce on all of the pools like yeah. we were growing lettuce and they're like well we're done Oh so gosh. the bank actually took over and the bank hired us to clean it up. So I think by time I told Christy I would do it and then by time I actually even even stepped foot in Buckeye, it was like a month and a month and a half mm -hmm. or so. So then I became the Garden of the Great Greenhouse Lead. Yes. Which was awesome and we had a garden at Buckeye Friends School and we grew tomatoes and cucumbers I was and say, it was jalapenos. It was a flourishing and, one too. Yeah, so that was like really fun for me. The kids kinda came out and helped plant and all that kind of stuff and that kind of got me started. And then I remember Christy saying, Hey, Firefly needs a couple extra hands. Do you mind going to help them in their garden? And I was like, That's fine. Mm -hmm. So I went over there. And then pretty much from that moment on, I became Firefly. Niall, Niall sucked you in. <laughs> well, she's just too dang talented. <laughs> we couldn't let her go. Well, I just remember you guys were having a photo shoot that day, uh -huh. and we were, like, weeding. <laughs> like, and it was, like, it was, like, a lot of weeds mm -hmm. in this garden bed. And they're, like, we just need to make this look good for the pictures. And I was, like... It's going to take us a month and a half. <laughs> so then I started talking to Niall. I was like, well, we could do this or that, and that would cut down on our weeds, and it would always look nice and blah, blah, blah. blah. And uh -huh. then he was like, hmm, well, I think we're going to do this next year. Yeah. <laughs> so I think now it's been two years, three, two and a half years. Yeah, about two and a half, I think, since yeah. you came on with us. So Ish. <laughs> yeah, I started working for you guys. I started growing for you guys. Yep. I've got my own little greenhouse at home that I am currently 
bringing you lettuce greens and eggs. I do chickens as well. And I've got some pigs in my pasture for you guys as well. So we're just starting to roll. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So it's funny. I was just finishing the menu right before we came. And there are a couple, obviously, like all the eggs. You know, we have an egg salad sandwich special right now that's made from your eggs. And then we're putting on like a hot salad or warm salad this weekend. And it's actually has duck eggs on it, but it's all your greens. So it's like, and we've called it Little Creek Farm Salad. So, oh, yay! Yeah, so that's actually going on. I didn't know if you knew that or not. That's I going didn't. on this weekend. So we're, well, I guess it would be last weekend if you're listening to the podcast. But um, it's always fun for us to highlight things like that because it does add like a sense of story at the table, you know, so people can be like, I want this farm salad, but who in the heck is Little Creek Farm? <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff I think is really fun and that's stuff that we love to highlight at Firefly because we just don't have the capacity or the space to do all we need. Yeah. Yeah. It's super exciting, and I love that. I remember um, Kyle's boss actually came into your one of your tastings. Yeah. And I was featured on one of, uh-huh. I think it was course number three, and Kyle yeah. came home with a, he stole the menu, and he framed it for me. Aww. And I have it. I have it That's in the adorable. house. <laughs> That's adorable. Yeah. That's awesome. I guess walk us through, like, a day in the life of Paige Peterson. Like, what are you doing at Firefly when it comes to the work that you do? Yeah, so it's kind of, it changes every day. Action list. Action (laughs) list. So we do have like a list that has just daily tasks on it just to make sure that everything's good. Like we make sure the um, grounds are cleaned up. We pick up all the trash. We kind of make sure everything's tidy and looking nice, making sure the landscape is fresh, that kind of stuff. And then we're just kind of like touching base with everybody, making sure the kitchen is good. They don't need us to do anything Niall is good. He didn't have anything come up. Um, yeah. A lot of times we're not there on the weekends just to making sure that that went well, that we yeah. don't need to move anything. Because I think, you know, something to note is that, yes, you do all of the farm stuff, but you and your crew also handle a lot of the maintenance side of things. So, yeah. you know, cleaning the bathrooms and power washing the floors and changing filters and HVAC. Like, there are a lot of non-farm tasks as well that you know, kind of fall into your department. (laughs) Yeah, so we kind of, we just get all the odds and ends that makes everything go, Mm -hmm. you know, and it just, it just makes sense and it's easy to do and we're capable and it's just, we just get into a routine and a little flow Mm -hmm. and we check in with everybody and it's also kind of fun just because like it gives us a little bit more connection to everybody in the restaurant Mm -hmm. because a lot of times we come in at like 6 a.m. to pick tomatoes because no one wants to pick tomatoes at two o'clock in the afternoon when it's 100 degrees outside so a lot of times we're finishing up our day when before evening crew even gets there you know so there are some people who don't even know what i look like i'm sure yeah they're like who in the heck is yeah show up at the christmas christmas party and everyone sees you there that's true like (laughs) i feel like they're like who is it yeah There's a couple times that I feel like I've seen somebody around, and I'm like, where have I seen you? And then I go to work, and I'm like, oh, you work here. (laughs) Like, I never, like, we never cross paths. It's crazy, right? That's why I think this podcast will be cool. And those farm days that we have, I know you and I connect a lot during that time, and I think those would be great for everyone just to get a little, you know, a little taste of Paige. Um, Maybe talk about, like, what the farm is at Firefly. I mean, obviously it's a farm, but you know what it all consists of. Cause you know, we do like rotations of crops and that kind of thing. So why don't you dive into that? I can say what I tell field trips, but I know that you know the real four one one. 
Yeah, so the farm is kind of like we're evolving a little bit, and I'm yeah, and I'm really excited for us in the future. So we just put up a little greenhouse. Um, I mean, it's like the first step of of a big greenhouse. I I think it is. (laughs) Yeah, and I that's like my element. I was like. Niall said we can get a greenhouse, and I, like, threw myself a little party. I was like, yay, I'm so excited. So we have a little greenhouse where we're starting all of our transplants from. So, like, you would go and you would, like, buy tomato starts from, like, Altwork Gardens Mm -hmm. or maybe Lowe's or Walmart has them or that kind of stuff. And it's Mm -hmm. like, oh, we grow our own now. So we can pick out the seeds. We can pick out what varieties we want, which gets fun in the kitchen because, yeah. like, we can sit down with some of the guys and they can be like, I really want this, like, crazy pepper for mm-hmm. this dish. Mm-hmm. And we can grow that crazy pepper yeah. that they want. Yeah. So that's kind of fun. Like, going through in the wintertime and, like, planning it all out and kind of ordering seeds is, is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And then we get to start everything in the greenhouse mm-hmm. and get those pop in, which everything looks great. I know. I actually drove by it. Not to debt. I mean, I drove by it all the time, but I, like, peeked in there the other day and I was like, this is really happening. Yeah. So if, like, anyone has, like, is a little nosy and wants to go peek in there, you yeah. should. Just don't touch anything. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe water. That would be cool, yeah. too. <laughs> we can leave a task list for those that are coming, like the public. Yeah. Hi, thanks for, welcome to our the Firefly Greenhouse. Here are some things that you can do to help. <laughs> yeah, so the greenhouse is new. Mm-hmm. Um, that's up and going and going well. Mm-hmm. And then we just ordered a whole bunch of um, raised beds. Mm-hmm. So the front and the side of the new employee lounge Yes. Is going to have a raised bed garden that's going to be all manicured and detailed. And that's yeah. where all of our, like, herbs and lettuce greens and things are going to be there for, like, as soon as you walk up yeah. to the restaurant. It's, like, eye-catching. Yeah. I'm hoping to make it extremely, um, like, welcoming so you can, like, go and walk through and see. Yeah. I was going to say, because that's, like, a big part of it is when you come to the Firefly, yes, like, we have the best food ever. But it's a full experience, and we want people to be able to walk through and say, oh, my gosh, that's something that I'm eating right now. Yeah. Or I just ordered, and I'm waiting for my food, so I'm walking through the farm and seeing those things. And I think that's just, like, a just a next level thing for us right because you can hopefully in the springtime you can walk through and there's going to be lettuce greens mm-hmm. and there's going to be radishes and there's going to be beets and you can order that salad and then you'll walk past all the mint and all of the things and you can order that in your drink and then yeah. all of a sudden everything that you're eating is coming yeah. from outside right yeah. there you said beet salad and my mouth started watering <laughs> like, i cannot wait i, I love cannot them. wait it's so good. Yeah, it really is. It really is. So um, give us the full like list. So, you know, farm season is kind of really just starting off. So I guess list everything that you know off the top of your head that you guys grow. Ooh. Oh, gosh. Yeah, this is going to be a, a long list. <laughs> Do I, you want me to pull it up on my phone? <laughs> yeah. So we have several different types of peppers. Mm-hmm. Shishitos for sure. So you those can get like those. Christy's favorite. If you're coming into the restaurant and you want to have something that Niall or Christy would order, the shishito peppers are Christie's favorite. They're so yummy. And then we have, like, some fun chilies, I'm sure, from, like, sauces and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, That's peppers. Mm -hmm. And then tomatoes, we have, like, cherries and pears and slicers and special ones for the green tomatoes. And they're only special because we've picked them for the size that they're going to mature at. Yeah. Um, Did you guys plant sweet 100s this year? Yeah. Those are my favorite. Ooh, I like sun sugars. You like sun sugars mm-hmm. a little bit better? They're just like little, like the little cherry tomatoes you get, but it's a variety of those, and I just feel like you can just pop them in your mouth. Yeah, they're, they're so, so sweet. <laughs> they're so I good. I love them. 
Yeah. Like, I'll be out there picking, and I'll be like, two for the tub, one for me. Two. <laughs> <laughs> one for me. That's awesome. And then, yeah, our famous fried green tomatoes, which everybody, like, yeah. we start getting phone calls about fried green tomatoes. We actually figured out how to offer them all year round now, but Paige is behind the fried green tomatoes, guys. Like, the best of the best. I'm ready. <laughs> yes. So, we've got lots of tomatoes. I think, like, total, we'll be planting, like, 700 tomato plants. Yeah. Like, it's a crazy number. Yeah. Um, so those and are it's still not enough. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the, something else that I don't think people understand is like, yes, our farm is huge. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of planning, but we still cannot grow the insane amount of things that we go through. I know. Like cause tomatoes like, being one. I'll go to work and I'll pick tomatoes and then I'll come home and I'll pick more tomatoes <laughs> to take to work yes. the next day. Yes. <laughs> It's crazy. Um, so then after tomatoes, we have – we've got 5,000 onion plants planted right now. Mm-hmm. They're just happy as can be. Yeah, um, which is good for those. Like, we will probably have onion rings that yeah. come back. Um, I'm trying to think of other – I mean, we feature a lot of onion – not like onion forward, but they are in a lot of the dishes that we make. Yeah, so those are just going great, mm-hmm. and I'm excited to see how those mature over the time. And then – In that bed, we're going to have winter squash, and we're going to have regular summer squash, green zucchini, and yellow, where your squash blossoms come from. Oh, my gosh. Another, like, firefly religion is squash blossoms. We, they pick them for us as frequently as they can, as much as we can, and then we uh, stuff them with borsin cheese, bread them, and fry them, and serve them with, like, a chili lime aioli. And again, like it's another firefly staple where people are like, when are they coming back? When are they coming back? You don't have them? What do you mean? We need those. Yes. (laughs) They're like drugs to people. It's so fun. And it's another one of those tomatoes, I think, to help and you don't even get enough of them. Mm -hmm. I think I will plant close to a thousand squash plants. And it'll, I'll, I'll do secession plantings. Uh So I'll probably do three different plantings of squash plants. Um, And yeah, it'll just be. Some of them will just be picked for blossoms, like yeah. every blossom. So I don't know. Um, if you look at a squash plant, a lot of times you have male flowers and female flowers. Mm-hmm. So the female flowers have the ovary. And if you actually look at it, it has an itty-bitty little squash attached to the end <laughs> of it. It's the cutest thing ever. But that's the one that's actually going to produce a fruit. Okay. All of the other blossoms that don't have that on uh-huh. the bottom of them, they're actually just there for attractants. It's to help really? bees and things to come pollinate them. I never knew that. Yeah. A little so horticulture lesson for us. Yeah. Because she's a plant nerd. I <laughs> am a plant nerd. So if anybody is wondering, if you pick the one, the blossom that has a squash on it, you won't get a squash. <laughs> so. That is just okay. Yeah. Huh. I never do. That's going to be the title of this episode, Paige the Plant Nerd. That's fine. Yeah, I love <laughs> it. I like it. I need a t-shirt. <laughs> you really do. That's awesome. I love it. So we'll do like three different plantings of squash because mm-hmm. they'll produce heavier at the start of their life than at the end of their life. So mm-hmm. we'll do once they start tapering off, we'll rip them out, plant new ones just to get that flush again. Um, and then after that, what else do we have? We have lettuces and we have beets and we have radishes and Nile wants peas. So yeah. we're going to try some peas this year. We did blistered peas on the menu last summer, I think. And they were really, really popular. Yeah. I love peas too. So I'm like a nerd. I'm a pea nerd. No, I'm uh, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So those should be fun and like trendily and yeah. with, yeah, that will look great. Um, talk about like we do some herbs too. I think that's kind of yes. interesting. 
So all of the mint, we have thyme, we'll have fennel, we'll have dill, we'll have lemon thyme. Mm -hmm. That is super fun. Yeah, that's a new one this year. We've got some cocktails that are going to be using lemon thyme. I found some pineapple sage. That is super cool. Yeah, because we'll bring back one of our most popular summer drinks is our pineapple sage margarita. So we have some plans to make that even better this summer with using that yeah that's Mm -hmm. just like it smells so good like the Mm -hmm. greenhouse smells so good if you're there just like rub your fingers on the leaves and stuff because it's delicious (laughs) yeah it's like the chanel number five of firefly grill what do you if you break out don't come for us please yeah Yeah. not responsible yeah so that's really fun and we'll have pretty much every herb you can think of i'm sure i'm missing at least 15. because we do lavender that's a big one we'll do a lavender martini and like our own lavender simple syrup so again like it seems like they're just small little plots or you know but they just really we try to take every single thing from that farm and yeah. incorporate it into something even like um the flowers from the onion plants yeah we garnish a lot with those throughout the summer because it just adds like that next level of freshman freshness and then they also have a scent to them yes. so i just think you know I, I don't think people understand like how much we really do use from the farm yeah it's really fun and we also will plant flowers in our beds as well for pollinators but Mm -hmm. then you'll garnish with them and it'll look really cool we'll have like nasturtiums and marigolds and little johnny jump ups where look they look little baby jump ups yeah they're like little itty baby pansies they're the cutest things ever yeah yeah we use those sometimes on the tables in the restaurant too to just bring in like that next level freshness that kind of stuff yeah so just a little bit of everything and i'm excited to see where this goes because i feel like we'll just evolve and just keep just keep going just keep this going we're turning into a whole farm operation that's the goal (laughs) which is my worst nightmare (laughs) (laughs) and my best dream (laughs) so when it comes to farming i guess share your approach because i feel like you have a very holistic approach when it comes to farming so i guess touch on i mean Paige doesn't even have internet at her house so (laughs) it's true so people kind of make fun of us they're like you okay me <laughs> we don't have a tv and we don't have internet the internet is because of where we live it's just and not you don't drink there. starbucks I and assume. we don't no i don't drink coffee you're the opposite <laughs> of P- katie I am. <laughs> but it's just one of those that like when you get so busy you like i don't have time to sit down and watch tv mm-hmm. like at t- at the end of the day it's like i'm just ready to go to sleep because she's a farm nerd and she's got a lot of or a yeah. plant nerd and she's got a lot of things to do which yeah. niall says all the time so i know that's why he loves you like he shares those same passions he believes yeah. in just like working hard and like you know going to bed with that feeling of satisfaction that yeah you, know, you had a great day for sure yeah so i forgot where we were going um just kind of like what your approach is like holistically oh, yes, right, and stuff right. like that so i actually got onto a podcast. Mm-hmm. It was the No Till Growers podcast. And they I sound was, awesome. They <laughs> <laughs> sound awesome. Yeah, we we'll, love plug, we'll plug them. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of got onto them a little bit mm-hmm. and it was they just interviewed a whole bunch of farmers and their mm-hmm. different tactics. And I had like heard a little bit about like the soil ecosystem and how to serve, like keep it thriving and the importance of it. And then this is like when I dove deep mm-hmm. into this and you started hearing everybody's stories mm-hmm. and what they were seeing and all the things that were changing on their farm and why. And like going to college, like they taught me how to grow on a farm, like mm-hmm. a big one, like regular old herbicide, pesticide, anything you mm-hmm. need 
to produce a large amount, mm-hmm. which is fine, I guess. However, not at Firefly. <laughs> no, 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 no. No pesticides. Yeah. It's one of those things that it's like those are actually hurting us as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, studies have shown now, and there's plenty of them, mm-hmm. um, that show that like if you have a really healthy plant, mm-hmm. the bricks levels, which are the sugars in the plant, which pretty much means your plant is thriving because it's photosynthesizing and it's just being a powerhouse, essentially. Yeah. Bugs don't like high bricks. So mm. bugs are like the garbage disposals of the world. <laughs> it is. It's a true statement. Yeah. Like they eat mm-hmm. all of the things that are weak, mm-hmm. which Mother Nature is designed to do. You know, natural selection, the weak won't survive. Mm-hmm. If you don't have strong genes, you get cut out. That's why weeds are so strong. Mm-hmm. They adapt so, so, any, so fast. Any climate, anything. Right. And yeah. that's why all of our chemicals have to keep getting stronger and mm-hmm. changing because they are building resistance to because they evolve so quickly it's either evolve or die and they're choosing to live Mm -hmm. and it's a fight and at one like at some point you have to take a step back and you're like are we fighting the right fight Mm -hmm. like mother nature has developed a balance and we need to realize that we're not the balance Mm -hmm. we're not the dictators we're not the people who should keep that in check she has right you just have to give her time and i feel like that's hard for some people because yeah. time is a virtue and it Big time. will definitely in the long run help you out mm-hmm. and it's going to take a while for you to get to the where no bugs will touch your crops mm-hmm. i mean it's it's everything from what's in your soil and how you treat it and the soil life inside of it and whether you have earth earthworms and fungi and whether or not you have other good things in your farm to eat them and attack the bad guys mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff to beneficial insects but it does eventually balance out and mm-hmm. it takes time and that used to be there and we've destroyed it yeah but our focus was we need we need more and we need it now which makes sense i mean we feed so much of the world you know what i oh mean oh my gosh yeah there's so much of us of so much of the world that we feed through agriculture it's hard to say okay stop what you're doing and it's like no not stop maybe change maybe mm-hmm. evolve there's more cover crops and stuff available mm-hmm. now and that's kind of what we do at firefly mm-hmm. we compost on top of all of our garden beds mm-hmm. i try not to till unless we're establishing a new one or we're having issues and we need amendments mixed in mm-hmm. i like to say that little soil disturbance as possible Mm -hmm. just because everything lives there and it's their home and if you start breaking their home they're going to stop helping your plant and your plant roots and they're going to start building their home again right and focus is going to change because they need to survive as well and that bacteria and that lifestyle and those fungi and the whole ecosystem in the soil helps the plant that makes it more disease resistant Mm -hmm. it helps with the flavors that helps with all of the fertilizer, not fertilizer, all of the um, elements in the soil and the nutrition. Mm-hmm. And if the plant can reach all of that, now all of a sudden your fruit that you're eating has all of that right. available. So your fruit is only as nutrient dense as your 
field or your mm -hmm. soil is mm -hmm. because that only makes sense if there's nothing there for it to take up right. then it won't if well, I, th I think it's interesting that you're bringing this up because you know you hear like the headlines where it's like the world is dying yeah <laughs> and it's starting with the soil and it's starting with this and you know so it's interesting to hear your perspective on it yeah because well everything does start in the ground sure we yeah. came from the ground and eventually we will end up in the ground again yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean That's everything awesome. is dirt yeah you're so passionate about it. I love it. Yeah, um, it just for I guess breaking it down for some people that you know just have simple gardens at home, tomato plants, whatever yeah. it is. I guess what are some tips and tricks you could leave the people with, oh, like basics? Yeah, because no, you said a lot of words, but you know I, that yeah, may not yes. you know translate um, to a lot of people. To those of us that are plant nerds. <laughs> yeah, so finding like a good, well-rounded compost that has some good bacteria life in mm. there is going to be a benefit. Yeah. And if you just keep doing that year after year, a little bit of compost, maybe throwing your leaf litter that you pick up out of your yard on mm -hmm. your garden beds That's that acts as a weed barrier yeah. as well as a soil amendment, mm -hmm. it's organic matter. And yeah. organic matter is good for the ground. Yes. And like leaves that are in their yard already. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, just okay. pick them up, and instead of bagging them for the city to pick up, put them on your garden bed for next year. Yeah. I've Absolutely. Seen, I remember my grandma used to put, like, eggshells or, like, mm -hmm. hair even on her tomato plants. Hair? Oh. Yes, she used to get hair from, like, oh. um, like from the local beauty shop? Yes. Well, I Is that mean, a like, thing? <laughs> I think it's like probably some like you know, right? Like old wives. Yeah, I don't even know some fertilizer. I mean, thing, they but. can that can be composted, hundred yeah. percent. But I don't recommend like taking hair and putting it on your tomato plant. Well, I, I think she put it on like the base. You know, I don't oh, know. Oh, at the base, matter. yeah, probably yeah. that's what it was. Not like you know on the actual plant itself in the base. But yeah, I, just, I don't I'm know. Picturing like a whole situation <laughs> right now. So like, where would you find mush? Like we use mushroom compost. Yes. Obviously. Like where do you find something like that? Am I just dumb and I don't know? Or no, no, no. You can. Is there a mushroom compost near me? Yes. Is there a mushroom <laughs> compost near me? So it doesn't have to be mushroom compost. Right. It could be I any. Know different kinds. Yeah, you can buy them in bags at like Lowe's and Walmart. Oh, you they can just... buy okay. compost, or you can look up if you wanna try to help out some small local farmer i'm sure there's somebody that does it i know st louis has a big composting yeah um facility we get it from our landscaping company so mm -hmm. we get it through clear water okay. i think is okay. where we get ours um but yeah any sort of landscaping company could probably source it for you mm -hmm. if you don't need a whole bunch and you're just topping off a bed mm -hmm. you can go to like walmart or lowe's or home depot or menards or wherever you yeah. shop and pick it up there too yeah i have a hot question for you you're gonna laugh because okay. this was like such a debate last summer spill the tea tomatoes cages or no cages oh my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> i knew you would roll I your know. eyes it was so controversial last year because like it most of the time we always do um, cages over our you know tomato plants you see those everywhere but we did a different method last year yeah which we had so many tomatoes so but like what's <laughs> your stance on that so cages work really really well if mm -hmm. you have like 20 tomato plants or got it so like a, like an everyday gardener yes mm -hmm. and it's preference mm -hmm. I mean you can sure. have you can have 200 tomato cages like firefly has uh -huh. i just <laughs> 12 billion is what 12, i feel like we have yeah just so many but the cages come with maintenance and tomatoes take maintenance anyway yeah i you know have, they're a lot of work yeah you have to like make sure you lift the leaves 
if you have cages, they're hard to prune. Mm. Um, depending on the size of the hole that the cage is, sometimes your tomatoes are too big to fit through, and you have to like shimmy it all the way up and out of the top of yeah. the cage to get it out. Yeah. Um, so there's a little bit of extra work there, and all of the farms that I've worked on, the method that we used growing up, we never used cages. We mm-hmm. actually use cattle panels and T-posts. Yeah. Um, so there's there's actually a system called the Florida Weave, which is T-posts and twine that you could do, which mm-hmm. we did last year. Mm-hmm. And I think this year we're going to move to cattle panels and just kind of sandwich them in between, give them a little bit of space. Mm-hmm. And then because they, they just get so heavy. Mm-hmm. They get huge. They get heavy. They yeah. need to be pruned. You need to get your hands in there. Mm-hmm. And I love how easily done that is yeah. like you pretty much plant them put the cattle pa- cattle panels up and then and then just watch them grow and they're pretty low maintenance at that point for yeah the most part I right guess. we'll still trim them sure. we'll still make sure they're growing inside mm-hmm. but for the most part they just wiggle their way up and start blooming start being perfect yeah what's your like favorite farm like your favorite i think i guess thing to plant or grow this is going to be really silly, but if anybody knows what pak choy is, oh, yeah. uh-huh. it's like a little, it's like a cabbage, yeah. um, an Asian like yeah. little yeah, lettuce so green. Mm-hmm. Get it planted, girl, because we're going to need it come Jul- uh, July 7th we're for our ready. Asian menu. I think they're so beautiful because yeah. the stock, you can get varieties where the stalks are just starch white and mm-hmm. the ends are just as green as green can be, and they just look beautiful. The mm-hmm. contrast is so pretty. Mm-hmm. I just love the way they look. Yeah, like variants of purple too, right? With you can get purple choy. ones. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I've seen this. That's not what I thought you were gonna say. So that was an interesting <clears throat> yeah, answer. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. What did you think she was gonna say? I don't know. I just you know, I feel like bok choy is like a little bit of like an out of the box thing, which I guess that makes sense. But yeah, you know, that's something that we don't grow. We're about to. We're about to. We're but about like, to. We you have it in ready. the past. So I just figured you would be like, oh, peppers. I don't know. I yeah. Just, you know, I thought, I didn't think your answer would be so unique. I love it. I'm a lettuce green spurt. Anything that's got a leafy green on it, I am all about. That's awesome. Hence the lettuce background. The lettuce that you background, have. <laughs> yes. Any other hot takes you want to share with us that you feel like, I don't know, farmers and people of today should become yeah. more aware of? Because I feel like. Uh, the way the agricultural and the world is going, you know, there's a lot of, uh, I don't know, what do you want to say? There's a lot of s- people being scared around the subject, and I think just spreading some light on maybe some tips and tricks that people could, you know, just start small, actionable the steps. Ins and outs. Yeah, I would just say don't be scared. And a lot of people are saying that we're doomed, which I don't think we're doomed. I mean, everything has to get to a point before it turns around. Sure. I mean, we're smart. There's a lot of people changing. The new generations are fa- of farmers are doing cover crops and all. I We're not doomed. Mm-hmm. It's just going to, and we're not going to fix it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a process. Yeah. And it's just trust the process. Trust everybody because nobody wants to kill the world. I no. feel like that's. It's so hard because everyone's like, we're all dying and it's because of this. And it's like, right. well, nobody wakes up and is like, oh, I'm ready to kill the world today. Right. No one does that. Right. Get your hands dirty, people. Yeah. <laughs> I just think, like, don't be scared. Start. I think everyone should be able to grow their own food. If yeah. you haven't, like, get a five-gallon bucket and throw a tomato plant in there and put it on your porch. Oh, my gosh. I would totally kill a tomato plant. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. How's your garden, Katie? Um, it's really actually terrible. Actually, I was talking to Paige on the way here about like flower time. You know, I yeah. do usually do flowers at my house. 
but flowers are good pollinators yeah. are good yeah. everybody i mean it's a whole it's a I whole system do, i can't do a full garden because i am never home so <laughs> they just see the amish are on the side you I know, know with the yeah. flowers yeah. let's talk about it yeah, yeah we were excited yeah they have some of the prettiest flowers yeah get your hands dirty that's all i got any say. uh podcasts tv shows movies resources that you want to share that maybe would you know shed some more light on the way farming and gardening oh works? yeah so no-till gardeners is really fun mm-hmm. they interview a lot of farmers if you want to get different outlooks on farming practices and different mm-hmm. things that they want to try if you're more about the cover crop gabe brown is like the cover crop crop king he mm-hmm. know he I'm not going to say he invented it, but he's got a lot a lot of years doing it. One of it. the pioneers. <laughs> yeah, he did it like on accident because his corn crop kept failing. Oh. So he kept planting. And yeah. then four years, he was like, oh, something's different here. Yeah. And he did so many studies. He wrote a book. It's a really great book. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's From Dirt to Soil is his book. Hmm. Um, that's really neat mm-hmm. if you're kind of going that way um if you're like a super plant nerd Mm -hmm. i really love here she goes yeah graham (laughs) sait does the nutrition farming podcast okay and that's he does like little health bits as well Uh so like he pretty much talks about different nutrients in the plant and different elements and how they move throughout the plant and Mm -hmm. then he talks about how they move throughout your body Shocking. We wow. have a symbiotic relationship with that. Yeah. So. Things might get interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So if you really want to geek out, he's pretty good. Um, and then just, I think YouTube has a wealth of knowledge. You can do anything <laughs> if you go on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. So. And just try it. That's how you learn. That's awesome. And plug where people can find you or buy some of your stuff. What's the name of your Ooh. farm? Um, yeah, can they Clark, Clark Not yourself yet. out. You take all of it. You take <laughs> all of it. So we're her only we're her only customer. No, I'm kidding. She has other people. Yeah, like, but we take a majority of it. Yeah, most of my customers right now are restaurants. Mm-hmm. So it's like four or five different restaurants that I sell to. But I'm looking in the next few years to do like CSA shares, and I want roadside stand by my house where the greenhouse is and i would like to have a little plant sale um you can find me on facebook um little creek gardens 2021 um yeah and i guess just follow me from there and hopefully soon i'll open it up to more public um that's awesome or come inside to firefly and eat the little creek farm salad it's an exclusive when this yeah we'll maybe still have it available when this goes live on for a while as long as Paige can get us greens then it'll be on for a while and again anything that you have that's not a duck egg at firefly so just like a regular chicken egg is coming from pages yeah chickens shout out pages chickens so like your scrambled eggs at brunch or you know anything like that yeah um, we our mother's day menu is getting ready to be launched and like one of the my favorite thing that i think everybody should be eating is the patty melt but it has one of pages eggs on the top of it Woo-hoo. oh it will so yeah that's super exciting yeah well Paige, thank you for the chat this was great this is very informational i know <laughs> much about Paige today well this is great yeah I love it I mean I'm not gonna have a farm after this but I'm gonna encourage everyone else to (laughs) everyone should try yes Yes. I agree I think it's cool awesome well that is all for this week's episode and as always we're so glad you're here